You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of January 13, 2019. This is episode 106. From that city by the Salish Sea, I am still AJ Barsay. And straight out of 9226, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, you've been up on that diving board, making sure that it's nice and straight. You've made sure that it's not too slick. You've made sure it can stand the weight. You've made sure that the spring is tight. You've made sure that the cloth won't slip. You've made sure that it bounces right and that your toes can get a grip. And you've been up there since half past five doing everything but dive. Let's dive into some trends and ambitions now that 2019 is fully in gear. Oh, and in case you're wondering, this is the Bellingham Podcast. You are a literary genius, Chris. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing fine in my uh, pulling from the greats, AJ. How about yourself? I'm doing great. So who who's great was that that you're pulling from? Well, so we're, we're, we're going to be diving into you know a little bit of a transparency uh, pool, as, I, as I've coined a term in the past. Uh, this, this little verse that uh, I said in the hook is by Shel Silverstein, ah, author of Where the Sidewalk Ends. And it's right. just, you know, it, we do so much checking on things that we're not actually diving in. So we're going to dive into some topics. And uh, yeah, so this episode, it's kind of an interesting thing because you and I had originally planned for the last episode that we did to be a two-parter and holidays and stuff didn't happen. So we did it all in one and we had intended it to be a series, but we kind of tied a bow on it. And so that kind of led us to go, hey... Everybody else in podcast land does like, this is 2019 and these are what I'm going to strive to do. And you and I talked and we kind of want to do something a little different. Yes, absolutely. Because that is how we roll. Uh, You know, Digital Huga is great and we had a great episode and realized, you know what? We covered all that we wanted to cover. So everyone has talked about their resolutions and their goals and their aspirations and everything like that. Can you hear this dripping sarcasm in my voice, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) You wait a week or two later and then it's still around. We're still in January. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's go for it. So what what is your uh, prospectus for 2019? uh, So what does prospectus mean? Uh, your outlook for 2019? Oh, I'll shake the <laughs> magic eight ball in my hand and it goes, uh, you try again. No, anyway. Um, 2019, thank goodness we are here. 2018 was a pretty difficult year. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to stick a fork in that year. But uh, I just want 2019 to be, let, let's take a different approach. And so kind of what we've been uh, talking about offline and how we're approaching this, uh, we're going to talk about some trends and uh, personal ambitions and professional in a lot of ways. So I'm just hoping that 2019, there are going to be tragedies. There are going to be disappointments. There are going to be frustrations and there are going to be eye rolls in many ways. But I'm hoping that at least for whoever's listening out there, it just I want I want everyone just to be able to be happy, just like Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry, be, be happy. happy. But how do we? It's easy. It's easier said than done. And in a couple of ways, I, I you know how am I going to be happy? You know, we'll go first. Uh, trying to take the high road and to try to lift the head above the clouds in a lot of ways. These dark gray uh, clouds that are currently in our atmosphere in the northern hemisphere in January. Or like the bumper sticker I, I saw the other day and it reminded me of, of this episode. Oh, really? Bark less, wag more. Yes. And uh, purr more, yeah, hiss I, less. I was trying to remember what the cat version was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For, for those cat lovers out there. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You know, let's, let's, bark, let's bark a little bit more about what we want to see more of in 2019. 
Well, I guess I'll, I'll lead in. Okay. Uh, so at the end of uh, 2018, I, I had embarked on a another watch project, mm-hmm. Sup Watch Fam, mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd gotten a, a vintage-ish, depending on who you talk to, a Seiko case, uh, the reference is an SKX031. And so it's it was a, a short-lived uh, watch, and I had been tracking one down and had a bit of a headache with um, a, a foreign purchase that didn't pan out. But um, uh, Nick from Orion Watches, uh, he hooked me up with one that he had on hand. It was in pretty rough shape. I think I showed you some pictures of it. Nick, it was- on, behalf of, on behalf of the Bellingham <laughs> Podcast, thank you for being part of the watch fam. <laughs> You're the goods. So, no, so anyway, he had one just serendipitously, and he was clearing out some um, old modding parts, and it was in pretty rough shape. And he let me know that and stuff, and it was, that was was fine like I, it was a project watch it's not something that's going to be like a, a safe queen type of thing and so i learned how to polish and get things going and i got a um, an nh36 movement which is the upgraded version of what's on your wrist the mm-hmm. the 7s26 and that's the same movements in i believe the turtle but uh, the non-white label version which is the 4r36 if i recall if not i'm sure the watch fan will dm me and let me know i got that wrong you'll be lit up if you're incorrect it's, yeah, it's it's references good. and yes. it's it's friday afternoon and i'm under caffeinated there you go but no so like so i got it because i wanted to supercharge it because i do like that movement um it's just a nice upgrade subtle upgrade if you ask me but a nice upgrade and i sourced a dial out of spain an original dial non-aftermarket you can say it's got some patina to it it got some original hands and got everything together and modded it to the point where it's restored and modded it's how i call it this this project i restored the original dial original hands original case original bezel uh aftermarket bezel inserts i wanted to go blue uh, so it's kind of got that um, Tudor-ish um, kind of snowflake blue. It's regal blue. Regal blue. Yeah, as um, I'm looking at it right now, the bezel yeah. is nice and regal blue. Not quite indigo. Yeah. Not quite royal blue, but it's just that solid, confident blue. Yeah. Uh, I got a crown and uh, a fine gentleman modder who created a crown to fit this case that he calls a supercharge mod. So it's got the Seiko signed S, which the original watch did not have. But it's a nice little subtle tip of the hat where it's like... It's original and then lightly modded. And that's kind of what I wanted to do with it because it's kind of the replacement watch to a watch that I, I had built, the first watch that I built, which was the uh, the prototype, as it were, yes. to the, the PNW001 that had an untimely demise, which was unfortunate. Uh. Um, that was a, an homage case that I got. It's based off of the Tudor Black Bay case, and I, I was uh, re-tapping the case, um, sorry, the tube thread. And I accidentally slipped, and the bit went straight through the case, Ugh. bound, ripped my bit. Oh, dude. Um, and it hosed the case, Ugh. which was unfortunate, because that was the watch I was wearing when I was timing my wife's contractions. Yes. Um, but so that I think that tool for its service. Indeed. And But I, it always... It rubbed me the wrong way that I broke that watch. Mm. Uh, I kept the movement stuff. That that I mean, that was all outside of the case at the time. It's but not floating in Bellingham Bay right now. No, sinking. it's not. Yeah, no, no, no. But it, it really irked me. But at the, at the same time, like I was basing that watch off of an homage so that I knew something to go off of. You know, it was, it was a learning um, platform for me. And so I did some research and I, I, I really came across the, the SKX031 and looked at that and go, well, man, I could really make that what I originally had want that project to do. And that's why this is have, this has a blue bezel to it. All right. And it has hacking and, and hand winding, which is the, the features that I wanted. So anyway, so this is the replacement to that watch, which is great. And since I got it rebuilt and restored, 
uh, I haven't really taken it off wrist. So I've got it on an Erica's Originals Mirage Loom line. And yeah, it's it's been great. It's bi-directional on the bezel and it's also a stealth bezel. Oh uh, yes, I can't hear a click. Yeah, so uh, listeners, uh, every time we start a show and I just realized I just messed my timing up, uh, before every episode recorded, um, I usually click a bezel and that's how I usually mark time. And this one, it, what's funny is in, in post, I hear the mm-hmm. This um, has a different type of mechanism than your SKX007. Uh, use an old ball and spring assembly. Yeah. With this kind of clicking. Yeah. And yeah. so the ball assembly was shot and um, I, I haven't replaced it. And I don't think I will because, you know, it's, I don't really need it, but yeah. I like the bi-directional. I'm not diving with it, but anyway, that, that's the story of it. But uh, where that leads me in 2019, I kind of want to do another watch project, uh-huh. but you well, got the itch. Yeah. I, I, I've really gotten into the modding community and I kind of want to get further into it. Um, and you know, I, yeah, I just, that's, that's where I'm kind of looking in 2019 is, um, maybe observing more and reading more. Um, cause I've put in a lot of practice in the last three years and broke a lot of things. And I kind of want to reboot myself a little bit. Maybe if I, if I can get one of the, the, uh, the, uh, New York horological, uh, society, they do workshops, man. If they, if you guys are listening, if you can bring it back up to Seattle, that would be great. Absolutely. Um, on their current timeline, they don't have anything like the close ones, California, but I'd love to do their workshops or do some sort of horological workshop where I can actually kind of better understand the stuff that I've kind of been in the trenches teaching myself and have actually somebody correct me, uh, a Mr. Miyagi as it were. Uh, so yeah, that, that's kind of my, my first trend is kind of taking a step back from watches and kind of diving more into what makes them tick. But that does lead me to think that the time has come that you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 FM. Low power. Community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. So that was my first go around. Gong. <laughs> At the time, it'll be 12 minutes and 57 seconds. That's right. Chris, what are you doing for 2018? 2019. 2019. Well, my bad. you know, my I... Bad. I, I so many years I have done the resolutions, the goals, the like the quanti- yeah, quantifiable goals. Can I do this? Can I reach this? I have a word that I've that came to me around November and uh, of 2018. And it's just been on my mind and it's a kind of a the the touch point for this year. And I view 2019 as a year of intent. Mm-hmm. And with intent, it mainly occurs with how I'm interpreting pe- people's communications to me. And so basically, before I fire my missiles at you, before I launch in response to an email or something that's said in a meeting or something, I'm going to work towards, and I'm, you know, this is my intention. <laughs> uh, I'm going to intend to ask, so what was your intention with that email? What message were you trying to communicate to me? So I can understand better. Hmm. And by asking that question, if they confirm my suspicions, missile launch sequence initiated. Mutual assured destruction. <laughs> well, Mr. I'll, Love Strange. That's right. Strange Love, sorry. <laughs> Dr. Strange Love. Uh, and if not, that gives me a better understanding because oftentimes in, in words, such as a text message or a post or an email, uh, you really can't tell the verbal inflections of voice or the body language or anything like that. That's my main goal or ambition for this year is to get a better understanding of not letting my – a better understanding of people and what they're trying to communicate with me and to quiet that inner narrative in my mind that's a wonderful storyteller, oftentimes creating fiction. Negative fiction? Negative fiction, dystopian 
uh, wartime fiction <laughs> about a situation. I just want to get a better knowledge of that and maybe not get so much cortisol p- coursing through my veins with getting angry about stuff. Valid. Uh, that's that's one of the things. And also, you know, in, 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 in this year, I've tried this a lot the past couple years, but the main thing, you know, th- there's, a, there's a line in a movie by Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I'm backing off the mic for this. Grace! Uh, the... Pr- <laughs> The, the the secretary grace in Ferris Bueller's Day Off is hilarious. However, the word grace involves allowing yourself forgiveness, sure. even though you may not deserve it. And oftentimes I set standards and goals way too high for myself because something in my inner brain, that lizard brain, the, the monkey brain, whatever you want to call it, is really pushing me to, to try to do something that will make me cool or lovable or awesome, or better than others. I want to stop that. Instead of getting depressed and beating myself up over these standards that I set myself so high for, when I set out to do something or give it a try, I'm going to tell myself, you know what? It's okay. Dust yourself off. Go take a shower. Dry yourself off. Put on another set of clothes. Have a drink of seltzer water, because I'm not doing soda. You know, get back in the ring. And, and, and do good work. So mm. I'm trying to apply grace to myself and the inner forgiveness that rarely happens. Uh, and so, you know, as we talked about the transparency pool. That's pretty transparent. I'm walking towards the deep end. You know, I'm six foot three. I can kind of make it past the four foot and the five foot zone. I'm about ready to get to that little plunge off zone where I'm kind of just like treading water. So AJ, what do you got going on as another milestone, ambition, or something you got going on for 2019? Well, it kind of leads, <laughs> you're leading me because of our show notes, but the, it kind of leads into the trend of what you, like you said, intent, but also tech and uh, the analog explorer. Like that's, yep. that was my manifesto, my little stake in the ground of, I'm going to put something in print. Oh man, this is, could be bad. <laughs> um, and and was it? No, no. no but that that's your initial visceral response yeah. because- uh, for people like us, like doing websites or doing posts or doing podcasts, anything that is kind of ethereal, like, yeah, it's permanence on the web, but it's not the same permanence as something that is print, bound, purchased, and then shipped around the world. And for me, like, I didn't know where that was going to go. And the the beginning of that project, when I told you, like, I was thinking about doing this type of thing, even the the scope of it changed, I think, 17 times, you know, because as I was putting things together and kind of seeing things within my photography and writing that came out. And then much like you, I'm going to be a lot more transparent in this. But the concept of social media, of like being who you are and representing yourself, I, I don't do. Hmm. I, I kind of lean more towards the private side of things, uh, except with the Analog Explorer. Like it was, I was brutally like, this is how I think. This is what I see things. This is how I have felt, you know, talking about the story of my son. Like it, like that's not something you won't read on Facebook. Nope. And that article in that uh, deliverable that you created, that was very personal. And as far as, you know, just like the in, the poem that started the show, you were on the diving pool, but you dove in. Yeah. You weren't just standing there bouncing up and down on the diving board. But I did bounce a lot. Like there yeah. was a lot of bouncing before I, I took that dive. Sure. Um, because well, sh- sharpen the ax twice, cut once. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like that, that, was, a, that was a big dive for me because like it was personal I put my hobbies in there. Like being into watches is kind of weird for some people because, you know, they, they don't get it and they don't get why I'm so fascinated with it. And 
you know, especially being a technologist, like it's very antiquated yes. compared to compared to like, oh, like I will I will geek out about why a new silicon balance spring is like the coolest technology since the iPhone. Yet I will turn my nose to the new iPhone X like and that blows some some of my, my friends and colleagues away. Mm-hmm. Not yourself, but like it's weird. And putting that in paper and also having a community like the watch fam, like we're all weird together, which is kind of cool. That's been, that's, that was how I ended my 2018 and 2019. That's why I like diving, looking more into modding and understanding more about the mechanics. A lot of people have asked me, will there be a volume two of Analog Explorer? I suspect so. And it'll happen when it does. On that same vein, I had some people, which was interesting. I had somebody who was abroad who is mobile has no real physical address, but they wanted a copy of the Analog Explorer, and they asked, is there going to be a digital version? And I was like, originally, I'm like, nah, not really, because that's not, that's not my intent. And I mulled about it, and I came to the realization of, well, if you're a minimalist, or if you're physically, like, you're destined, you're, the world is literally your address, well, how do you get a copy, mm-hmm. you know? And so I did create a EPUB version. It's available on my website as of the time of this recording. Yep. Uh, and I, I uh, tongue-in-cheek call it the minimalist edition. Um, Without and, vowels. If you notice, that, oh, is my, yeah. that was my tip of the hat to you, sir. Thank you've you very been, much. Well, you, you've been supporting this since of the course. beginning. So that yeah. was my, my tongue-in-cheek tip of the hat to you. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, you'll see that there's the, the EPUB version of the Analog Explorer. It's the exact same as the print. You can use it on your... You can use it on pretty much anything that opens up EPUB, so your iPad, Android device, whatever, but it is fixed layout. So it's literally a digital version of the original. And I really wanted to keep that because a lot of what the Analog Explorer is, is my personality and the way that I see design. So, you know, watches and more creativity with intent is kind of my intent for 2019. I would hope that uh, my hope for you this year, AJ, uh, Analog Explorer, dear friend, uh, podcast partner in crime, that you would allow that inner narrative that may be occurring in your brain about whatever is involved with putting yourself out there to be able to quiet that inner narrative. And that's, that's the biggest hurdle for me. And to go, you know what? This matters to me and there will be others that it will be okay with and some may not like it and that's all right. Mm-hmm. But uh, to, to progress forward, you got a digital version. Yeah. Giddy up. That's great. You're a content creator. You're a creative. That's what it's all about. I mean, leading into trends. Like, yes. you know, what, 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 outside of our personal things, what, what trends are you trying to spot that you're trying to either quash or sway or change or whatever? Well, uh, I'm so I'll go positive first, then I'll go snarky. Sure. Uh, I really want to. I'm seeing the value, and yeah, we've gotten away from this in our devices, in how we're able to have so many uh, virtual relationships with people and maintain friendships over the, the over the ether, over the airwaves, whatever have you, in person, face to face visits with people, where you can have a discussion break bread or clink coffee cups, Yes. Uh, share ideas, listen, boys and girls, and, and, and attempt to understand. Now, we are in an age where if one little comment is made that may be revealing or outing someone's political affiliation, I'm going to go there, all right? It's 2019. Let's try something different, all right? If you, if you have someone that says something that doesn't jibe with one of your beliefs, we got to be able to learn more. This person is worth knowing. I got a buddy. Mm-hmm. 
we are friends. I respect this buddy tremendously. Sure. He's a veteran. Sure. He's a retired law enforcement official. Awesome. We differ on a number of, of issues. Sure. I love the fact that I can sit there and listen and ask questions, not in trying to win an argument, yeah. not trying to change his mind, but I get to know my buddy a little bit more. And all of those puzzle pieces to that person come in. Their life is not revolving around what we would normally see on other screens for the top news stories or breaking news. But I get to learn more about the person and maybe understand where they're coming from. These real-time, in-person visits. And I want to see more of this occur. I want to see coffee shops abuzz with conversation. I want to see restaurants abuzz with lively conversation as opposed to everyone looking at their phone at whatever video or snapping pictures. Can we stop? Here's the snark part. Can we stop stream of consciousness life logging, please? Valid. Can we stop sharing with everyone what we're having for dinner every night? I think this would be a great trend to have less of. Yeah. This is the this is what we got to do. We got to be more investing in ourselves and in the people around us that we care about. Community. Community. I like it. Let's do more of this in 2019. The trend of meeting in person, that's what it's all about for me. AJ, what are you seeing that could be a, uh, an emerging trend in this upcoming year? I see much of the same, but also I think, I think this year is going to be a breaking point for the, I don't know, the shiny and the cost of shiny. Uh, and I think like, it's not just Apple. I mean, we're seeing a lot of things like the cost of a vehicle, like the Tesla, like a lot of people aspire to have that vehicle or um, that watch. I'll even pick on, on, on my realm where, you know, Rolex is Rolex is Rolex is Rolex. It's the king, right? Yeah. But I mean, there's one thing to respect what, what a tool is. There's another there's a, there's a whole other thing of, of lusting after it because much like you said, like you see it on Instagram or you see you, you're constantly being inundated with the, this, the social pressure of, oh, to be in the game, you got to have this. And I, I don't know. I, I, I've heard and I've seen posts along that lines where it's like, oh, to be a watch collector, to be in the game, you got to have this. Or if you're a car collector or if you're a technologist if you if you like it and you want it and you can afford it get it but at the same time we have the the so you have the pundits where they're what's like oh this is the best thing since whatever then you have the exact immediate visceral response of oh how dare apple put a thousand dollars on that thing or what i love this one when did an iphone get to the same cost as a macbook pro well it's a tool like a watch a a, a skx031 which looks a lot like a rolex submariner those are two different tools for two different people. And, you know, if you are a person who uses that tool, whether it's an iPhone or a Rolex, it's the best tool for the job. I mean, I know some people, some content creators, photographers who have the new, and you're going to have to help me with the verbiage because like, I've forgotten it. Try me, baby. It's the iPhone. Yeah, what's the, the XS Max. SX, SX Max. The, like XS? Yes. XS Max. Uh, but then there's also the XR. Okay, so I'm talking about the big one. That's the XS Max. Max, that yep. one. So who who use that, that is their primary machine. Yeah. They're working pros. They're using um, professional tools on that phone and doing deliverables. Now, 
Like you look at that and you can lust after that, but that person has it because that's it's that's their tool. They're flying around the world. They don't want to lug a MacBook Pro everywhere, and their their primary job is an uh, is an Instagram influencer as well as p- uh, print publication. So that person is using that tool for the job. Is it cool looking? Sure. I think Porsches are cool looking too. I can respect what a Porsche is, but I'm just fine with my Toyota, you know? And maybe they sold a lot of, uh, they did a lot of business and gained some revenue to be able to afford that and also deducted it from their business expense. And most likely these influencers who are using the latest and greatest are not using their credit card to be able to finance this because there's something in their head that says, in order to be worthy of people liking me, I need to have this device. Yeah. That was me about maybe 15 years ago, mm-hmm. 15, 20 years ago. I go first. Sure. I was guilty of that. And it finally got to a place where it's like, guess what? I put a case on an iPhone XS Max. You can't tell the difference between that one and my now four-year-old, three-year-old, probably three-year-old sure. uh, iPhone 6S Plus. You cannot tell the difference. Mm-hmm. There's no, it's same body style. It doesn't matter. And yeah. yeah, while this is getting a little, you know, you launch an app and it may take two or three seconds to be able to get full functionality, it's working. Can we please use the tech we have mm-hmm. and actually find enjoyment out of it? Yeah. And I guess that that's the thing is I enjoy, I can, it's enjoyment versus appreciation, I guess. Like I can appreciate mm. a Rolex. I oh, love yeah. the engineering, Patek Philippe, same thing. Uh, and yes, would I enjoy it? Sure, I've, I've had it on wrist before. But I more importantly enjoy like this watch that I restored and, you know, supercharged. Like mm-hmm. I have more value in it than if I just went out and dropped on a Roly. you know? I don't, I don't kibosh somebody who has one. Yeah. I think I, you know, I respect that they hopefully have the same appreciation and value in that as well. But, you know, I don't know, the whole gear acquisition, let's, let's gas. Yeah, need to, gear we, acquisition syndrome. Yeah, like, we need to we we need to let off the the pedal of that gas a little bit. Absolutely, and that was me, fifteen to ten years ago. Things change <laughs> once you're in the family zone, and you really don't yeah. have that disposable income to get the latest and greatest bass or guitar gear or pedal or oh, amplifier. Yeah. It's like you know, you've got watches, I've got gu- uh, guitar yeah. bass gear. I think the, I think the main thing that we're trying to l- get out of this year is to find value in what we have Valid. with our relationships, with our things with our resources. What we do. And what we do. How are we spending these 24 hours in the day? Hopefully a third of it is spent sleeping. And if it's not, let's work towards getting up to a third every now and then. You you have some some health stuff that you're thinking about, like you're, you're investing in for oh, yeah. yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, is sleep one or? <laughs> I'm very conscientious of sleep. Okay. <laughs> but I, I know it's there, but I'm also a family man and we also have a dog. And the dog, you know, yes. uh, so say no more, say no more. Yep. But no, I, I, you know, for the longest time I have put other, th- uh, commitments and other activities in the calendar in place of that time slot that I would normally go to the gym. But if I can make that gym workout, whether it's just getting my foot in the door and doing 15 or 20 minutes on the elliptical, anything that's a victory Yeah, that will do something to my body to at least continue the metabolism, to continue burning fat cells uh, and doing stuff. Oh, if I happen to get a pretty good workout lifting weights, that's a big thing. And that needs to be sacrosanct. Things that matter for us, walking our pet, uh, cleaning our house, meeting with friends. Uh, what else would this be? Taking care of our kids, making sure that they can get to their sports practice. Hmm. What do we do during that time while they're doing practice and we're in transporter mode? We can find ways to do lunges, sure. you know, to improve our 
physicality, not to get a beach bod. Can we please eliminate <laughs> that description from the lexicon in this country, please? Um, but to be able to be finding value in the time and the people and the things we have, that, dear friends, is what I want 2019 to be about. That's cool. Yes. And it sounds like you're taking steps actively to do it. I, well, think, that's, I think that's the thing. Like we, I, you and I talked off the mic. Like when we listen to other podcasters or YouTubers or whatever, and this isn't, this isn't kiboshing what they do, but usually the first episode of the new year is the resolution episode. We didn't do that. You know, we, we, we kept with our topic that we had slated and out of it, you and I realized like with intent, let's do this episode, but let's do it not as a resolution. Like, oh, I'm going to read 35 books this year or whatever. Like what matters to us? And I I want to read 35 books, but you know, life occurs, but I'm not going to hold myself accountable to that. I'm going to hold myself accountable to be going over to a coworker's office to go, Hey, how's it going? How's your week going? What's uh, what are the victories you've had? Yeah. You know, to try to, by the way, when you invest in people, people like talking about themselves. Have you noticed this? Uh, <laughs> Two gregarious podcasters. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to be able to invest in people as you're investing in yourself, you get a return on investment from how you are having lunch with them, having coffee with them, having a drink with them. Sure. It's a time spent. And that is a good way to go through 2019, realize, gosh, I've had a pretty good social life. And oh, by the way, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Yeah, And may that be a way that we can work towards making a year a little bit happier than perhaps last year. I think it's time to stick a fork in this episode. Okay. Well, that wraps it up for this very conscientious. This transparent. This very transparent edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us wherever you like to get your podcasts. Remember, if you are in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on good old KMRE 102.3 FM. Power low? No, low power. Community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. On that note, take care of yourself, everyone. Happy uh, Happy New Year. I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Bell. Thank you once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. That was pretty subdued. Uh, we we can't be subdued with the right lighting. Yeah. <laughs>